Today in Business from Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy to use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60 day trial at shipstation.com slash tech news. That's shipstation.com slash tech news. Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armor All, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on Armor All products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at ArmorAll.com. ArmorAll, less work, more clean. Terms apply. As robo taxis hit city streets, local officials often have little power over them. Autonomous vehicles are operating and getting into crashes in U.S. cities. But state laws in Texas, California, Arizona, and other places prevent local governments from regulating the technology. By Ariane Marshall. A week before Halloween last year, City of Austin employee Rachel Castagnoli sent a polite but firm email to a government relations staffer at self-driving vehicle developer Cruz. We would like you to not operate between 5 p.m. and 9 p.m. on Halloween, she wrote in bold text highlighted in yellow, documents obtained by Wired through a public records request show. More children are killed by vehicles on Halloween than any other night of the year, she wrote, and the city wanted to limit traffic regardless of whether software or a human was behind the wheel. Please acknowledge receipt of this email, Castagnoli concluded, also in bold, adding thanks. Castagnoli's email is an example of the strange position of officials in some U.S. cities chosen by crews and rivals such as Alphabet's Waymo as testing grounds for self-driving taxi services. Castagnoli works for Austin's Transportation and Public Works Department, which, like local agencies around the country, is responsible for what happens on city streets, setting speed limits and traffic restrictions. But in Texas, California, Arizona, and a handful of other states where self-driving vehicles are being tested, and even transport-paying customers, local officials' hands are tied when it comes to robot cars, because advocates for the autonomous vehicle industry have pushed for legislation that places the power to regulate their operations in the hands of state officials. Federal officials, meanwhile, regulate vehicle features and design. Castagnole could only request that Cruz pause its operations, not order it to do so. The email chain shows that Cruz agreed not to operate on Halloween, although by the time that night rolled around, the company had stopped driving nationwide after a San Francisco accident. But the situation is awkward for officials in Austin and elsewhere. A public log maintained by the city of Austin shows that residents have registered at least 25 complaints about autonomous vehicle operations, including that they block traffic or cause safety concerns. Castagnoli said in an interview last month that the vehicles have sometimes made public safety officials frustrated, but the city can do little about such problems. The state has power to decide who is on the road, Castagnoli said, 
although she also said that Austin officials now have productive relationships with autonomous vehicle companies and that city and industry leaders meet regularly. Other cities have been more vocal about their vexations about robot vehicles. In hearings last summer to determine whether Cruz and Waymo could carry paying passengers in San Francisco at any time, city officials brought up 55 recent incidents in which self-driving vehicles delayed traffic, public transit, and in a few cases, emergency responders. The state agency responsible for taxi services overrode those local concerns and allowed the companies to expand their deployments. Most state autonomous vehicle laws require companies to create contingency plans and guides for local law enforcement to use in case of emergency. In Austin, public safety officials have complained that self-driving vehicles have frozen in traffic, a phenomenon also seen in San Francisco of near-miss accidents in which they say vehicles got too close to emergency scenes and that the cars don't adequately respond to traffic enforcement officers' hand signals, according to a log obtained by Wired through a public records request. Autonomous vehicle companies have just been doing what they do, and I don't fault them for that, says Andre Jordan, a division chief in the Austin Fire Department. But he adds that we care about our people and that they are out in harm's way. Self-driving cars, Jordan says, affect all three Austin public safety agencies a lot. In California cities and Austin, where city control over autonomous vehicles is preempted by state laws, a trend has emerged. Cities say they need more data from the vehicle's operators. In Austin, officials would love access to the detailed 3D maps that allow vehicles like those operated by crews to navigate their streets and to receive safety data from the vehicles, including where and when the robots break hard and how many times the technology needs human intervention, says Castagnoli. Austin officials would also like to know more about the demographics of people being transported by self-driving cars, in part to ensure that companies are serving people with disabilities. In Los Angeles in November, when Waymo began offering limited self-driving service in the area, Mayor Karen Basque asked state regulators to slow the introduction of self-driving vehicles into the city, citing first responders' issues in San Francisco. L.A. is equipped with the tools to effectively regulate AV service within its jurisdiction and should determine the requirements for future deployment to maximize the benefits of new transportation technologies and mitigate harm across our diverse communities, Bass wrote. In a statement, L.A. Department of Transportation spokesperson Colin Sweeney said the city also coordinates a mayor-directed task force for officials to discuss AV-related issues internally and with companies. More cities are being pulled into the tricky situation that Bass and some other local leaders are chafing against. Last year, Mississippi became the latest state to pass a law preempting municipal control over autonomous vehicle regulations. Kentucky's governor vetoed a similar law, but it will likely return this year. So will a Washington state law that is stuck in committee. Jeff Farah, CEO of lobbying group the Autonomous Vehicle Industry Association, which counts Waymo, Cruise, and other self-driving developers in its membership, says keeping motor vehicle regulation authority firmly in states' hands is consistent with how vehicles have been regulated in the past. Cities have a role to play in enforcing traffic laws, but life-saving AV technology cannot be scaled if dozens of cities are enacting contradictory regulations, he says. Seattle disagrees. The city is a testbed for vehicles in development from Amazon-owned Zooks and chipmaker NVIDIA and is one of the only U.S. cities that runs its own autonomous vehicles test permitting program. 
City staff have pushed back on proposed state preemption laws for Washington state, arguing that local government should be able to set performance standards for self-driving car companies and to require them to submit detailed data about their operations. If an autonomous vehicle policy bill reemerges in the Washington state legislature, the situation will be reminiscent of the turbulent entry of Uber and Lyft into U.S. cities in the 2010s, says Armand Shabazian, who leads up electric automated mobility issues at the Seattle Department of Transportation. Back then, ride-hail lobbyists were able to preempt many city laws from taking effect. We're hoping to not repeat those mistakes for autonomous vehicles, while at the same time respecting that there's a lot of use cases for autonomous vehicles that we would like to leverage, Shabazian says. Any relationships between cities and companies developing the technology should acknowledge that city staffers know the local traffic and infrastructure most intimately, and how a new kind of automated transportation might help most people, he argues. We want to respect that this is really a city transportation issue at its heart. Waymo says city rules for autonomous vehicles are impractical. You can imagine how untenable and arguably unsafe it would be if rules changed every time an autonomous vehicle crossed from one city to another, Ellie Casson, Waymo's head of city policy and government affairs, wrote in a statement advocating for uniformity across jurisdictions. Still, she added, we pride ourselves in working closely with policymakers, regulators, and stakeholders at all levels of government. In a statement, crew spokesperson Navita Forgani wrote that the company is committed to engaging with regulators and stakeholders at all levels of government about autonomous vehicle policy and says it will continue to be an important participant in policy discussions about the future of transportation. The company's vehicles remain inactive during what Cruise calls a pause as it reevaluates its safety procedures and executive suite following an October incident in which the state of California accused it of failing to disclose details of a crash that sent a woman to the hospital with serious injuries. Cruise has denied the accusation. Despite the interruption in Cruz's service, Castagnoli in Austin is hopeful about the city's relationship with robo-taxi operators. When we became organized and collaborative, it made it easier for the autonomous vehicle companies to work with us, she says. Whether cities need the force of law to get the best out of that relationship is up for debate. Thanks for listening to Wired. My name is Zeke Robison, and for more stories just like this one, visit us at Wired.com. Like what you learned? Subscribe everywhere you listen to podcasts and get more business news at wired.com business. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more and they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.